following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show across Michigan, and NBA fans can get in on the hoops action by just downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers then can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up with code HUGE, and new customers can bet $5 on any NBA game and get $200 in free bets instantly. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Money Line Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Superfly Hayes back in the booth again after a strong week of vacation in Guatemala with his family and the Mayan side of the Hayes family. They go searching for poisonous white frogs, and there's some ritual they do. It's a family thing. Everybody, some get together for dinner on a Sunday. Others go to Guatemala after white poisonous frogs and something about what it means for the future. And if a white frog looks at you, you live longer. It's He was trying to explain it to me just at the last break. And I'm like, you sure your family's not running drugs? seen this on TV before. They look like a normal family. They got many sheep, many horses, which some would say you can't be making money off of that. They go to Guatemala every year as a family. Hmm. Hmm. Speaking of drugs, did you see the previews for Cocaine Bear, the movie? They were everywhere all over the football games yesterday, weren't they? Why Why did I say to myself, I'm going to go to Celebration Cinema the minute that movie comes out? Why did I Why did I get excited, have to Google, like, when it comes out, when will it be at Celebration Cinema? Is it in theaters, right? It's a... I, I think it said, you know, get your tickets in advance at uh, your local theater. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> why... Is it? It's next month. It said February in theaters. February, so I. It's not a Netflix or HBO Max movie. In the, the not highlights the the clips from the movie looked hilarious. I I, I had to immediately. I, I I did Google. It said February. Cocaine Bear at Celebration Cinema locations all across the state. Wow. 
We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. I'm concerned, like, I'm excited about Cocaine Bear. I like those stupid comedies. I really do. Maybe some of my outside of really good, well done, big movies, you know, like Top Gun Maverick. I like the stupid, you know, the bad grandpa with De Niro and Zac Efron. I, I like the stupid movies. For an hour and a half, two hours, a dumb movie that's funny where you get some laughs. I, I love those. I, I could watch those movies all day long. Cocaine Bear, yeah, I look for it soon at uh, a Celebration Cinema uh, near you. Let's go talk about a crazy day, uh, Championship Sunday, uh, the two biggest games of the year. Brock Purdy goes out, Josh Johnson goes out, then McCaffrey, the running back, gets his helmet ready to be the emergency quarterback. Then Purdy, with a blown-out elbow, comes back in. The game was over. There was hope that maybe there would be a miracle, and the Eagles were in control for the most part after Purdy went out. And then we get to the Bengals-Chiefs anticipated primetime game and the officiating. Man, I'm, I'm not buying any conspiracy theory. It was just bad officiating. That's it. And we get a great Super Bowl, though, with Philly and Kansas City. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist insider standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. It was a crazy day in the NFL, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the Niners situation, like you kind of alluded to, unlike anything I've seen before in a game like that, where yeah, they basically ran out of quarterbacks. I, I can't remember seeing that in a playoff game. And then, yeah, there, there were some officiating fiascos in the late game. And, again, I, the NFL's not rigged. There's no conspiracy theory, as you said. But they have to figure this out. They, I mean, it's becoming a deal where the officiating mistakes are, are overshadowing some of their biggest games. And it's hard. It's our job. Like, it is very, very hard to be an NFL official. The game moves so fast and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's getting to the point where they're going to have to uh, somehow revamp what they're doing. The easiest thing that, and I love the expedited replay. Matter of fact, I just commented on this last week where I said I like the expedited replay. Uh, in the playoffs, I've seen it a lot. It kept things moving. And, and, and if you have a question uh, about that, what they need to do is have the skybox, right, the command center uh, for ex- expedited replay to say, you know what? Uh, you missed a hold or last two minutes of a game where usually these bad officiating moments come into play. You missed a hold. You got this. No, he. this was a – I'm talking penalty. I'm talking everything so the officials can't have a say in the outcome of a game and there would be a third party of you know former officials, current officials, whoever it is, not in the stadium where they feel the thunderous roar, where they're at a command center – and they tell them, hey, uh, yeah, all right, uh, it was personal follow Mahomes, but there were two holds on 67 on the backside, right? And who would have complained? Right. Because then the video would tell you, yeah, there's a hold, and yet there's an obvious personal foul. You know where I'm coming from, Frank? Uh, I do, and I, my only problem with the whole quick replay thing is there, you can't pick and choose. Like, it's hard. These coaches have – this challenge system, right? Like you throw a flag, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. You add in this whole, well, we're going to take care of some of these replays immediately, 
then something happens like Kyle Shanahan's on the sideline yesterday when Devontae Smith makes that fourth down catch, and you're like, yeah, and Shanahan's probably like, well, they didn't say anything upstairs. It's, I guess it's good. I'm not going to throw my challenge flag. And then it's like you see the replay, and he obviously missed one. Like Devontae Smith dropped that ball. Why didn't that go to the upstairs? And when you start picking and choosing which plays you're going to kind of quick review, then it becomes unfair. Then what what happens to the teams that don't get the quick review on calls you obviously missed? And I mean, in your setup, I, I, I've always been in a, of the agreement that everything should be re- reviewable. You should have your three challenges, whatever you want to review, you can review. That's the Belichick model. We're not picking and choosing which calls you can review. So I get that. I just don't like this instant review thing. I get it in theory, but I I just think it leads to some unfairness when, again, yesterday the 49ers should be like, why wasn't that an instant review? He dropped it. What? what why should I have to throw the challenge flag on that when we're having another review for this play that turns out for the Eagles or whoever their opponent is? So I just don't think they've found really a fair way of doing that whole system yet. Yeah, and I think it could be figured out because the expedited review actually had been expedited and working very well until the Devontae Smith uh, catch yesterday. And then I look in the final two minutes uh, to say that there could be a penalty challenge or like what you're saying, the Belichick model, you get three no matter what. Penalty wasn't called, out of bounds, inbounds, catch, no catch, just something where the officials, because this, this is in the best interest of the officials. You're not going to have a Monday or a Sunday night, Twitter, Facebook, all the TV shows, columns like yourself, Yahoo.com, wherever. The video would say, yep, you know, there was a hold on Mahomes' scramble, offsetting penalties, we're going to replay it down. Really simple, right? And no one, no one's right. screaming rigged. Now you want to get it right at the end of the day. Exactly. I, I, the problem with holding is you can call it most plays. I mean, here right. if if there's a huge ninety yard touchdown with ten seconds left, you could throw a flag and say, "Go, go look for a holding." You're going to find one, and that's going to change a game. And is that a satisfying result? I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I it's it, it's a complicated subject, but they got to get it right. They got to get it better at least. They're they're never going to be perfect because this is a very very hard job. We saw look the replacement refs were terrible, like legitimately terrible. We saw how much better the regular refs are than them, but we're also in a situation where what they're get, they're getting too many things wrong, too many big calls, too many, you know, I mean, procedural things. And it, it, something I think something is really going to have to change because this is, you can't just keep ignoring it and pushing it off and saying, ah, it's fine, the games are fine, we're, we don't need to worry about this. No, at some point, this is, again, this is what we're talking about the day after a Super Bowl matchup is set. And that's not what the league wants. And let's talk about the Super Bowl matchup, move on from the officiating. Uh, man, you get Mahomes, you get Hurts, who, you know, top two MVP candidates, really. If you, if you look at everything you want in a matchup, I think that's where some of the conspiracy theories were floating uh, during that Kansas City game and after it. But from a pure football standpoint, this matchup in Glendale should be fantastic. Yeah, I really should. And I, I just for the conspiracy people who think that the NFL wants to rig it so the Chiefs get in. Chiefs-Eagles is going to get, let's say, 110 million viewers. I can guarantee you that 
Eagles Bengals would have got about 110 million viewers. Like it's, it's nonsensical to think that the NFL preferred the Chiefs over the Bengals. The Bengals are just they're the same. They have a star quarterback, they have star players. They're a draw now. They're not a huge market. It's not like the NFL. Oh my goodness, we need Kansas City in there. Like it, it's it's nonsensical to think that the NFL wanted the Chiefs in there over the Bengals. Um, but it is a great matchup. It, it's I think it's a fantastic. You know, we see the the point spread is I think it's two. Last I looked, it might go lower than that. There's only been four spreads in Super Bowl history that are one and a half or shorter, and this might be in that realm. And it tells you everything you need to know about the matchup. Coin flip. What, what do you? Who do you prefer in this game? Do you prefer the veteran, experienced team with the championship pedigree and the superstar quarterback, the best best quarterback in the world? There's no doubt about that. Or do you prefer this Eagles team? That doesn't as a good quarterback, but a great supporting cast, great roster. It's it's a really really fascinating matchup, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that you know we knew going into this final four that any combination of a Super Bowl is going to be good, and then you look at this matchup and you say, you know what, we probably did end up with the right two teams. And you're right with the top two candidates for the best player in the NFL this past season. I'm not just talking playoffs; I'm talking. Uh, the regular season, uh, is it Hurts or is it Mahomes? Or is it Josh Allen? Or I don't think Burrow with their start, but uh, who is the NFL MVP? Best player in the league this Easily year. Easily Mahomes. I, yeah. I think it's a – I mean, nothing, it has nothing against Jalen Hurts. I thought Jalen Hurts had a remarkable, great season. But I want you to find me one serious football observer, fan, whoever, who would tell you with a straight face – Yes, the Chiefs would have been better off with Jalen Hurts, and the Eagles would have been worse off with Patrick Mahomes. You will not find a single person on the planet that will tell you that with a straight face. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player, maybe in sports, I mean, when you look at the position and what he does for that franchise. And nothing, again, nothing against Jalen Hurts. I thought Jalen Hurts had a remarkable year. I mean, he, I respect so much how he improves every single year of his football career. I mean, going back to high school, college, anything, he just continuously gets better, puts into work. I like what he does, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's not Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow's not Patrick Mahomes. That guy's on a tier all by himself, and until further notice, he is the best quarterback of football. One thing I couldn't stand over the weekend, nonstop Pro Bowl flag football commercials. I'm trying to figure out at what point in some office at the NFL headquarters in Manhattan, owners' meetings, executive council, whatever it is, that they think playing a flag football game helps the shield, helps brand uh, the NFL. I, I just don't understand that. I don't either. I'm interested to see the, the kind of audience reaction to it because a paper makes no sense. I, I don't really like it. I, but you can't get rid of it. Pro Bowl, did, I mean, for all the people who are like, I don't watch a Pro Bowl, I don't watch a Pro Bowl. Well, television ratings tell me differently. Like, I mean, television ratings for the Pro Bowl were basically like NBA playoff games. I, you're doing good numbers, and you can't just dump that. I mean, it's not like nobody was watching it. People were watching. So you need something to get to the networks, but you don't want to play a regular football game. The players have really made it clear that the days of a competitive Pro Bowl are over. We just don't want to play this. So... I don't. I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I I don't know what the right thing to do with the Pro Bowl is. You can't just dump it because it's it's a valuable commodity in that time slot, as everything NFL is. 
But, yeah, I'm not exactly looking forward to flag football. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be really, really cool and interesting and something new and an idea we haven't seen coming before, but it's it's hard for me to believe that I'm just going to be like, wow, this was what the NFL needed. I, I, I don't understand it that you, you can't play a game. If you want to limit, maybe you know, no hits on the quarterback so uh, the quarterbacks don't get sacked or whatever and they're down just by touch or whatever. I'm, I'm cool with that, but with equipment on – or, or do we? I know there's East West Shrine game. They're trying to connect to it when they're doing the flag football. But do an NFL futures game that would be college football players. You know, you take like the Senior Bowl week here, and you would move that to the Pro Bowl time slot, and you take all these the, everybody from the Senior Bowl uh, is selected two teams. And they play in a primetime matchup, and they call it the NFL Futures game, right? Like they do a, they do a baseball yeah. Futures oh, baseball. game. I mean, yeah, something yeah. like that that's just real football. This flag football, to me, it's kind of a cover, Frank, that, hey, the NFL understands how violent our game is. And flag football, we're going to help inspire kids to go play in those NFL organized flag football leagues. It, it just, I, I think it's going to be a colossal flop. I really do. I, I, really, yeah, I, I really think that. I think that's where I come out on it too. It's just it's hard to believe people will be that excited. I just it's not football. It's something different and something no wrong or something different, I guess. But I don't know. I, I think they're just trying to keep something alive that it's probably not going to be, you know, accepted very easily or, or well. Well, give me a high school all call NFL futures and give me a high school all star game with. Kids who now get prime time, they're going to big colleges. Colleges are the minor leagues for the NFL. Everybody knows that. And now you have this NFL Futures, and it's uh, right there. It's in Orlando. It's primetime TV. The nation's seeing the best high school players. These guys are going off to these schools. They could be NFL players one day. Uh, you treat it like an NFL Futures game. I mean, because the college football is the minor leagues. I, they're just such a better marketing move. This is soft yeah, for the league. It is. And we've seen, like, I mean, there, there's an appetite for NFL draft and what's next and, and the futures and like that, like you said. that I mean, I could see something like that working, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what kind of the, the right answer for all this is. We'll see. Uh, it's the NFL. They're so big. It's, you know, they're trying to maybe grow their flag football leagues. They do those NFL. My kids played it where they – you know, all NFL teams, there's 32 teams, and you got different age groups, and you get the uniforms of an NFL team, and it was pretty cool. But that flag football to me is for uh, kids kindergarten to eighth grade. <laughs> That's how I look at yeah. flag football. Yeah, 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 I agree. All right. Who, yeah, who's your pick that, in the uh, Super Bowl? Age for sure. Who's your early pick I, in the Super Bowl? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, there's a lot of time to break this down. But after watching Eagles the last couple of games, it's hard to go against them. I mean, I, I saw a stat, Ed Werder, actually, of ESPN, put this out there, that there have been four teams in NFL history to win the divisional round and the championship round by at least 21 points. 78 Steelers, 85 Bears, 88 49ers, 89 49ers, and then this year's Eagles were the fifth. You're talking about four of the greatest teams of all time. I mean, and then the Eagles this year, they're on quite a roll. I don't want to be, you know, just beholden to recency bias, but when you look at what the Eagles bring to the table and how they're playing, tough to go against them. As great as Mahomes is, and I, I think he's the world of him, this Eagles team is just, they've been dominant all season. You could, we could talk about weak schedule, blah, 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 and a lot of people do like talking about that. But 
this is clearly the best team in football since week one on, and it, it's hard to go against them on this stage. We never go against Frank Schwab on any stage. Yahoo.com National NFL columnist insider joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. The Super Bowl happens a week from Sunday. Uh, they get the week in between. It will be in Glendale, Arizona. Eagles and the Chiefs, Frank. Thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. I appreciate it. All right, Frank Schwab checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be partners with NFL teams like the Colts and your Detroit Lions. Speaking of the Lions, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com, will join us in our next segment. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And Hoops fans can get in on the action this week. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 on any NBA game and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay Every day, just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. And same game parlays are pretty cool. You can take a player, you can take a couple of players, you can take the team, you can take both teams. The more legs you add, the more you can win. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 on any NBA game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and only with code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets, opt-in required. One free bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. We'll talk Lions, Senior Bowl, offseason. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com columnist. He will join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, it is time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. All you have to do is download the DraftKings app, and when you sign up, use the offer code HUGE. Turn $5 on the NBA into $200 in free bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Houston Rockets came into Detroit and beat the Pistons one second. 114 over the weekend. Now Detroit turns its attention to a Dallas team that they beat in overtime on December the 2nd. And Boyan Bogdanovich dropped 30 points. Bogey remains the coveted trade piece for a number of teams with the NBA deadline looming in a little more than a week. The main Maverick, Luka Doncic, ranks second in the NBA in scoring, averaging 33 points per game, and he remains in the MVP discussion. Game tips at 8.30 Eastern on Bally Sports Detroit. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Good to have him back after his family vacation to Guatemala. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com senior columnist will join us. Also later this week, we'll take you to Mobile, Alabama, the senior bowler, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, the Detroit Lions podcast. You can follow everything happening connected to the Lions. This week, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube and also Twitter and Facebook, same with Lions. Bud Light, huge question of the day, good and bad for the weekend in sports. And also, why were the refs so bad? I think the Arrowhead crowd can be intimidating, and they're just human beings at the end of the day. Because that was just a bad crew, that's all. And with that expedited replay, like I said to Frank Schwab, from Yahoo.com to start the hour. Why not have in the final two minutes everything can be reviewable? Penalties, you name it. Who cares? Or or you leave a couple of challenges that are the two-minute challenges, and maybe just one for each coach. Where Belichick's talked about this, where anything can be reviewed. The booth can stop it. You know, you see this going on. There's so much... Review, replay, where get it right. Nobody's looking to, you know, blame the officials or have these nights and days like we've had. Just get it right. Allow a two-minute challenge. Within two minutes, each coach gets one. If you saw a holding, if, if it wasn't pass interference, let them review it. If they get it right and the video shows it, nobody's going to complain. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, officially Inside Allen Park, it has a little note by his desk. He has not complained for 468 straight days. Amazing, man. Senior insider columnist, Lions NFL, DetroitLions.com. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. What's going on, Michael? 
Well, we're going to break that 468-day streak right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Just sitting there as a fan, not that you you know write for an NFL website, but what do you think of the officiating in that game last night in Kansas City? I think there were like like every big game, there were some big plays, some small plays, and some misplays. And I'll go back to what Jim Caldwell has said about that. He said the, the players make the most mistakes, the coaches make the second most mistakes, and the referees make the least mistakes. And I think that's something that's held up over time. But you don't really think about that at the at, at the moment when you know you think it's your ox that's been gored. I didn't think you know some of the stuff is just procedural stuff that you have to do, like when the when the, I think it was the back judge ran out onto the field when the clock had malfunctioned. You have to do that. You just can't let it run wild and time, you know, bleed off the clock and all that. So they get sometimes, I think, and not sometimes, a lot of times, get unfairly, uh, unfairly questioned for things that are just standard that are part of the deal. Uh, a couple of bad calls, yeah. There, there are always there are marginal calls. Um, uh, sometimes just about now bad calls in just about every game. But, you know, they even out. I don't think the... Uh, there was any complaint that, uh, about that, that not really non-catch that started the uh, uh, started the, the Eagles on their way to uh, to winning in the first game any more than, than the interference call in the Cincinnati game that really probably could not have been called. So to me, it's just I'd, I'd rather focus on the game, the players, the plays, and all that, and not really get into the get into the officiating all that much because that's not why I go to games. I don't go to watch the officials. I go to watch the game. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider joining us. So once that game ended and the Chiefs won the AFC, we knew earlier <laughs> in the day it was the Eagles. Uh, your, your first thought that came to your mind about that Super Bowl matchup? Well, I think that, I think that even though I picked the 49ers, I think that, I think that best, the best teams were in the are now going to the Super Bowl, and I think the players that deserve to go are going to the Super Bowl. I think the best of the best won out. When you you know boil everything down to who played, how they played, you know good breaks, bad breaks, no breaks, whatever it was, the Eagles and the uh, uh, Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, really are the two teams I think that should represent their conferences, and they're the teams that ought to be in the, in the, in the Super Bowl. Let's move on talk about the Lions Senior Bowl week. has always been a pretty good week for Dan Campbell and his staff uh, since they uh, took over. Uh, what do you think they're targeting uh, this week, looking at, uh, keeping their eyes on, would be a focus for the Lions in terms of offseason needs? Well, I think you obviously defense, defense, and defense. I don't think it's as dire as it was last year because they really, you know, they had, as we know, eight draft picks last year and used six of them on defense starting with Aiden Hutchinson at number one, who really turned out to be a really, really good player. And really better than I thought, honestly. He's I think he's on his way to really being something special along with some other guys. But you know, they still need help on that side of the ball and you know, I think they need uh just a just a, a stud defensive tackle up there to really hold the point of attack. Uh one one defensive back, maybe maybe two, and, and a linebacker, and that's you know, that's three positions and four players. But I think that that's the focus. And I also wouldn't be surprised if they if they take a a, a a quarterback to be the you know to be mentored so to speak by Jared Goff, but maybe eventually at least be the number two quarterback 
you know, behind Goff, and then maybe someday become the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Now, I'm not saying that's their plan or their desire, you know, to get rid of Jared Goff because I think, you know, he just turned 28 years old. He could be the quarterback for the next 10, 12 years. Because, you know, I don't think he's the type who's going to, you know, get get injured to any great degree. I think he's played well. I think he can... I think there's more to come from him uh, over what he did last year. I think he can play even better or at least be more productive. I think because of the way that team is built and the way he's, you know, his his, uh, his relationship with the offensive coordinator, uh, I just think it's, it's, it's all set up for him. But I really think a quarterback, a backup quarterback has to be in the offing. Michael O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. Again, he did not complain. The streak continues. That's what I'm complaining about. Now you're not you complaining about people back. complaining, but I don't know if that's officially complaining. We'll have to go. We'll have to, we'll have to go to the expediter review booth with Superfly Hayes and see was that complaining or was that just making a point? I'm not sure. This, we'll let you know. Okay. Just we'll, get this streak off my back. I know. I know. You've had that big streak of hair on your back, and you just sooner or later just said, "I got to shave it." That's it. I'm done with that. I got that big streak of hair right down my back. Can't even get a razor on. It's disgusting. All right, Michael. Thanks for the update. All right, huge. Thanks for having me. <laughs> He's like. Uh, I'll be going from the Super Bowl to a streak of hair I can't reach with my razor in the middle of my back. Welcome to the Huge Show, Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Bill Hobson, he's one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders from Michigan Golf Live, the radio version and also the TV version you see on Valley Sports Detroit. Patrick Reed, a lot of drama the last week in Dubai. Centered around Roy McElroy and palm trees and where a golf ball and Aaron's shot went. I think they're calling it Tree Gate. I wanted to bring in our PGA, one of them, an LPGA Tour Insiders, Bill Hobson. You know what? We're almost to the golf show at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. I'm doing our Super Sunday weekend at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Obviously, if you look out the window here in West Michigan, there's no golf. But nine listeners are going to win two nights hotel Saturday and Sunday, Feb 11 and 12. They're going to join us for a private brunch on Super Sunday. Watch the big game with Bud Light specials inside the tap room at Tullymore and we'll hang out. It's open to the public, even if you don't win. Uh, room for two at the hideaway. You can call Tullymore about booking your own room uh, if you don't win. But if you want to be a part of it, just go to the Huge Show Facebook page and add Huge Show on Twitter. We'll announce the winners a week from tomorrow and give everybody, you know, four days to find somebody. You can bring a wife, girlfriend, you can bring buddies. And you get a foursome of golf. The nine winners each will get a foursome of golf in 2023 at Tullymore or St. Ives. So thanks to Matt Golden, the CEO and GM at Tellymore. We'll be up there super weekend, hanging out, private brunch, uh, get a lot of food in you before there's a day of celebrating, probably do a squares game and have Bud Light specials happening inside the tap room at the Tellymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Remember, the party is open to the public. So if you live in Canadian Lakes or surrounding areas, Uh, Make sure you join us uh, for the Eagles and the Chiefs. 
That'll be a good weekend. That'll be fun. Uh, so enter right now. We'll draw in eight days. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's by Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up for new customers. Right now, you've signed up. Use code HUGE. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, bet five bucks on any NBA game this week, and you'll get 200 in free bets instantly when you use code HUGE. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you know, after the holidays, first of the year, January, you kind of get that golf feel. You get cabin fever here in Michigan. You sit down and watch it more on TV, talk about it with your friends. And I'll tell you what, the drama. You know, Patrick Reed is the bad boy of golf. He's like Bill Ambeer or something. I'm trying to figure him out. I mean, this dude, he exactly doesn't have the most golfer-friendly resume within the boundaries of the rules or just the way he treats people. And Bill Hobson Michigan Golf Live, the radio version, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit, radio version during the golf season heard across the state. One of our LPGA and PGA Tour insiders is standing by. And, man, what a week for Patrick Reed, huh? (laughs) 
Hey, Billy, how are you? I'm Happy doing good. Year. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Patrick Reed saga continues to remain fascinating. Where I don't even know how many members of his own family are rooting for him these days, except for his wife Justine. Uh, but I want to make sure I point this out very clearly. That's not to be confused with saying he's not a really good golfer. The guy's a really, really good golfer. Um, he's won quite a bit. You know, he's got a green jacket. And I actually uh, woke up this morning down here in Florida where we're having a little vacation, and it's 84 and sunny, and I turned on the uh, the final moments of the match um, in the uh, United Arab Emirates where he and Rory, who have been feuding, fighting, and throwing tees, well, one guy's been throwing tees, we're coming right down the stretch. It was a it was a really dramatic finish to that whole thing, with of course controversy uh, involved in the scripting over the last couple of rounds because of Patrick Reed. So wherever he goes, rules controversy follows. Yeah, so you, it's good for people are talking about it. You know, Chamblee's breaking down the shot into the palm trees like you know he's doing a csi investigation on well unless the ball ricocheted off this i don't see where the ball went and you know it was funny to listen to chambly on the golf channel without coming out and saying it that i think patrick reed is a cheater right (laughs) well and the reason that he did not come out and say that those exact words is because he's one of about 90 other people that reed has filed an 850 million dollar libel lawsuit against and and while all that's being, it's about to be thrown out of court, but while it's being litigated, everybody's kind of walking a very fine line. But as Chambly showed us with the Zapruder film, Frame by Frame <laughs> Breakdown, there's literally no way on God's green earth that ball, which landed in the first tree, was spotted with binoculars in the third tree. It's just, it literally could not happen. But there you go again with Patrick, who's had a, a very loose relationship with the rules, dating back into his high school, to his uh, college career at Augusta State. So nothing new, but it's always funny when it pops up again because you keep thinking to yourself, "Dude, do you have no shame?" And he and the answer is no, he doesn't. Uh, he was at Georgia, but weren't there allegations of, you know? not staying within the boundaries of the rules or with teammates that led him to end up at Augusta State, which I think is like, what, a D2 school for golf in Georgia, yeah. right? Yes to both. It was it was not just rumors. It was flat-out proven allegations of cheating where he was kicked out of D1, ended up in D2, and then made about as many friends as Vladimir Putin has these days while he was at that program. <laughs> uh, P. P. Reed, there's, there's one, you know, you, you used the analogy to Lambeer earlier. There's a sizable difference between the two of them other than the height differential, and that is if you played on Lambeer's team, you really liked him because you knew you were going to get an honest effort. Now, you might get some rough elbows around the edges, but you weren't going to get um, something that that literally cheated the game. And that's in the world of golf, where everything is designed to protect the field. So you're all playing the same surface under the same rules, and you're calling your own fouls. And Patrick Reed has (laughs) never committed a foul uh, with him as the referee, and that's really what has soured so many people on him. And that's why Rory, 
was so popular in coming back and winning an event that otherwise is on nobody's radar, except that it's the start of the season on the European tour and the race to Dubai and all that stuff. And that all came basically because Rory's been the most outspoken defender of not only the tour, but also of the sanctity of the game. And um, there are people who, who don't care for Rory, and that's fine. You don't have to. But you do have to admire the guy's talent and his commitment to the, the spirit of, of the game. And um, so, yeah, when he, when he closed out that win today, he was a little emotional, uh, which is kind of interesting because it has been a week of drama. And, Billy, you and I play a fair amount of golf. If your mind is on something else, it's tough to play the game. And for Rory, he's kind of had his mind on, why did the guy walk over to me and throw a tea at me? Why did he serve me with a subpoena on Christmas Eve in front of my family? I mean, this is what has happened between Patrick and, and Rory McIlroy. And uh, then, you know, Reed kind of tries to walk up to him as if, what could possibly be wrong? Hey there, buddy, good to see you again. And you're like, I didn't want you anywhere near me. And they were almost paired together, which would have been pretty cool. Oh, my gosh, that would have been crazy. Bill, we got to run. End of this Monday yep. statewide broadcast. Thanks for the update on uh, Patrick Reed and Rory. Always good to talk with you. And uh, we'll chat again when we get to the West Michigan Golf Show, my friend. Sounds good, bud. Thank you. All right. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour Insiders joining us. Yeah, we'll talk to him, the West Michigan Golf Show. That opens up, is it a week from Friday? I think it is. Yeah, Terry Moore was dropping us a note. We'll talk to some of the people connected to that next week. Great job, Superfly. Good to have you back 24-7. Everything you need connected to the show at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.